This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 707, Death Delayed. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing, bud? I'm all right, man. How are you doing? Doing okay. Doing okay. Uh, and uh, we also have Allie. Hey, Allie. Oh, hello. Hello, hi. Hi, hello. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's Monday. We survived another Monday, which is always good, and I am happy to be here. We survived this particular past weekend, so that's a pretty good, pretty good thing right there. The first weekend in a while that I haven't had hockey, and I don't know how to adjust. Fortunately, the KHL is playing, and my phone knows I love hockey enough that I'm paying attention to KHL scores right now. <laughs> Because it gives me the updates. Scratches that hockey itch. Uh, yeah, plus we got the draft tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. Let's see if they just get something good. We'll see. Indeed. So, how was your weekend out there, Allie? I'm going to be completely honest. It, it was... <laughs> I podcasted every single day last week. Due to various things and the way commitments lined up that I was not planning on. It did seem like there was a lot of, hey, I'm live on X show today. Yeah, are you all tired of me now? (laughs) Yeah, that that happened. I logged on to run Hour of Twilight. That was for my show, but I logged on and ran a dungeon. (laughs) I should have more time to play this week. And there was honestly part of me that considered really trying again for the five mask solo runs, but because I've had so little time to play lately, that's just, I have given up the fact that it's just, it's not going to happen and I'm okay with it. So instead I'm going to hopefully log in this week, work more on two sides of every tale and do some outruns and just kind of enjoy 
has I should have some time to play this week. Hopefully. Man, that awkward moment when you're on so many different WoW podcasts <laughs> that you don't have enough time to play WoW. Like the irony there is not lost on me, and as I'm sure it's not lost on anyone. Really. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where So basically your time in WoW this week was talking about WoW this week, okay. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how things worked out. So that was that was how the week in WoW was. How about you, Toasty? Um, it was actually a really busy weekend uh, week in WoW for me. I spent most of the time playing on the weekend. But during the week, I did my usual mount farms. Um, got exactly one mount. But, you know, that was, that, was, that was a pretty hype moment. I remember it was my Wednesday stream. And I'm like, hey, I got five minutes left in stream. I'm done. I can't remember which dungeon, which raid I finished up running. But like, I could just call it five minutes early or I could or I could make an attempt at another mount. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I haven't done some of the quick mount runs yet. I'm going to go try it. So I went to Alakir in Throne of the Four Winds, knocked him down, and there was a mount. Nice. Scratch. I don't have that one yet. Yes, I got Drake of the insert direction here win. Uh, yeah. So I got that. I got one of those wind drakes. Cool. The, the south... Four, four, no, south wind? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's south wind. I think... it's what, like You're right. It's 69% one sure. Nice. Um, so I did that. Uh, I attempted to do more farming on the Thursday uh, on stream that is and uh, I don't know like it just was not cooperating me streaming like I was regularly dropping half the frames which is not conducive to a good streaming experience for the viewers anyway definitely wasn't conducive to a good streaming experience for me the uh, broadcaster in terms of right not wanting to rip my hair out trying to figure out why this was happening so I ended up calling the stream early there, but I, I stayed on and did a bunch of other things. I actually ended up doing a bunch of uh, mythic raids, like old raid content that I'm not able to solo currently. So we went to uh, Eternal uh, Nighthold. Uh, we did Antorus before we realized that Enar is a thing. Ugh, I really wish they'd change that. And doing mythic Enar... With five people? Nope. Not not great. Nope. I don't know how it is on Heroic Normal or LFR, but I assume it is of comparable difficulty. Just because of the mechanics of the fight, which is unfortunate. And yeah, like, I, I wish that now, now that it's our current content, we could kind of just bypass that boss entirely. But alas, that is not the case. So, uh, yeah, so I did... Did you get two mounts this week? No. Because your Twitter had two mounts posted this week. Did it? A Corehound or something? Oh, the Charhound! I forgot about that. (laughs) Okay, so I got two mounts this week. You're welcome for knowing (laughs) your Twitter better than you. It's funny. Uh, It's funny, actually, now that you say that. I, I kind of overlooked that I got it when I got it, too. (laughs) <laughs> like um, at the end of the night, um, after like after we the group disbanded uh, because we couldn't get past the inner, like okay, well, any other content, mythic content we want to do, we can kind of solo ourselves. 
I'm I'm sitting on Discord with with uh, Sarah and some of the other people from Phalanx of Nod, and I'm clearing up my bag. I'm like, oh, I got a mount. <laughs> Surprise! So yeah, so I got two mounts this week. Not not the one. Uh, not, not not the mount I want from Antorus, but hey, it's it's a mount that I actually don't have yet. Like I don't have that model of mount because I I never really farmed it a lot when it was current content for some of the off colors from the world quests and all that other stuff. So now I have that. That's kind of cool. And then uh, so that was that was Wednesday Thursday. I played a bunch of WoW over the weekend. Um, just. Uh, I, I got it in my head that I wanted to wanted to attempt some of the raid meta achievements, so I was working on that. Uh, the the one in Bastion of Twilight uh, for the uh, the twin dragons fight. I forget the name of those twin dragons, and I I must have noted the wrong cultist, like like the wrong the wrong mob name that I needed to kill six of, because oh, no. I definitely only killed one of them. Oh, that kind of sucked. And I think I think now I only have three achievements left in the Cataclysm meta achievements. So I can get the Drake of I think it's the West Wind for the meta. It's I the red version of the mount. So? Yes, I did a bunch of time walking in an attempt to get the Infinite Time Weaver. Was not successful on that. Uh, and I only did one dungeon before remembering to pick up the quest. So, one's yay not me. bad. One's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else was there? Uh, it was a lot of mount farming. Honestly, uh, I spent most of the weekend just going between Stonecore and Strathholm, attempting to get them out there and failing horribly. Uh, that's about it. Just I expanded my mount farming a lot and did a bunch off stream even. Usually my off stream stuff is leveling or world quests or something, but no. Uh, anyway, what about you, Medros? What did you get up to? Uh, so I popped back into the beta. Um, the the wipe uh, was in full effect, so I recopied all my characters back. Uh, proceed to send a bunch of gold around to my characters so that they would have what I wanted them to have. Um, made another character on Torghast so that I can uh, see post-max level what uh, what the experience is going to be like. And uh, proceed to spend about four hours uh, sending beta keys out. So... You're welcome to everybody who got beta keys this week because um, contacting 45 people is not easy. I don't imagine so, no. Definitely okay. should have like, had to spread that work over uh, multiple people. Just saying. You didn't ask, to be fair. I, I did not, which is why, why I'm saying I should have. In future, I would definitely do that. Uh, we only had a few people who didn't get back to me before I rounded, rounded keys, uh, and I assume that by the time I hear from any of them, we will not have any be able, to, be able to get any keys at that point. Um, but um, yeah, I uh, was very happy with how that turned out. Uh, did get all, did give all our keys away, and uh, had some really good questions this week as was last week. So I was really ha- made me really happy. I, I like when we have engaging answers. 
Oh, and yeah, we had a lot of them. Uh, otherwise, uh, been kind of ruminating after some news that we'll talk about, uh, I assume, at the top of the news section. Uh, correct? Uh, yes, definitely at the top of the news section. Um, about uh, when to reactivate my account. Um, so I decided at the end of my last bit of sub time uh, that while I had a uh, a, C- a game key- game card for 60 days of game time, uh, that I was not going to reactivate it just yet. Um, I've heard that I would save some time, um, not use my gold, and just like try and get my characters where I want them to be without having to waste time. Uh, I felt like the last couple of months, with the amount of time that I played, I kind of wish I was playing on Asian servers where they pay per hour instead of per month. Because I probably would have had paid a lot less money to play over the last uh, few months. Because uh, I wasn't really playing as much as I would have liked. Uh, so I decided just to, to be smart about my use of my gold. Because uh, that's how I was paying for a lot of my game time lately. And just not, not sub for a while. I had the beta. I wanted to play the beta for a bit. And um, yeah, that, uh, that kind of changed. And we'll talk about that in just a bit. Uh, I'm still not quite sure what I'm going to do with my game time, uh, whether I'm going to reactivate sooner, because uh, it seems like we're, we're going to have some pre-patched time that's, that's going to give me lots of time to do all the quests that are involved in that in the, in the meantime. Um, but uh, still struggling with that decision and trying to see what I want to do going forward. But uh, that is... Uh, that's... Uh, yeah, that was kind of my week in WoW. So, uh, I noticed, Toasty, that we forgot something last week. Yep. So, we, we, we did one month of being successful in that endeavor, and then failed the next month. Uh, sorry to anybody who, who we failed on this matter. So, let's 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 go to our, our month in WoW. Alright, so this month in WoW, we've got the Arena Skirmish event running from October 6th to October 12th along with the PvP Brawl Warsong Scramble. The thing that Medros was uh, hinting at that I forgot uh, last week was Darkmoon Fair. That started on October 4th and is running until the 10th. Also on the 10th, we've got the Great Nomragon Run. Um, Also worth noting that, uh, despite news we're going to talk about later, the Collector's Editions for Shadowlands, the physical ones, are still going to be available on October 13th. Uh... Along with that, on the 13th, we've got PvP Brawl, Cooking Impossible, and the World Quest Bonus Event running October 13th to the 19th. Hallow's End is coming on October 18th and runs until the 31st. We've also got BC Time Walking going October 20th to the 26th. And we'll end the month with Battleground Bonus Event and the PvP Brawl, Temple of Hot Magu, October 27th to November 2nd. And Day of the Dead running from November 1st to the 4th. Hidoshi. Yeah. Don't forget to get the quest. That's if I do it. Sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have had several conversations over the last few weeks uh, predicting when we would have a pre-patch for the expansion. We have an answer to that question. However, it comes with some other information that uh, I'm pretty confident by now you would have heard of. Since it came out, I believe, the day after we recorded last week. 
No, it came out on the Thursday. Oh, okay. Because I made the addition to the show on Thursday. Okay. So, yeah, you, you made that during the day on Thursday then. Yeah. But yes, uh, so we will have the pre-patch for Shadowlands on October 13th, which is next Tuesday, uh, which is awesome. Though I don't believe we actually had anybody who guessed the October October the 13th. Uh, for good reason. Do you guys want to know why it's a good reason that people would not have guessed October 13th as a pre-patch for a October 27th release of Expansion? Well, obviously because, you know, two weeks of pre-patch content makes sense considering the amount of content is, that is in this pre-patch. I can't think of any reason. No, I know exactly why. Because Shadowlands is not coming out on the 27th of October. Uh, we don't know when it's coming. Other than by the end of the year at this point. Uh, I am going to simply couch that in a at this point, because while Blizzard has said that they have every intention of releasing it this year, they also had already said they intended to release it on the 27th of October. And I would like to say for the record, uh, I am in appreciation of this decision, and I feel this was a very good choice. However, um, this leaves open for more delays if they need to. Um, so, my initial thoughts on this, uh, or my initial, initial thoughts and hopes, uh, is A, this gives them a chance to make the expansion better. B, this also gives them a ch chance to make it better without pushing for huge amounts of crunch. Uh, crunch can hurt and and destroy a developer. Uh, it, it will strain even the best person to work the amount of hours I've heard of, of people working in crunch situations. Um, I would not want uh, that on anybody, no matter whether I liked them or not. And I hope this will give Blizzard the opportunity to say, don't worry about, you know, pushing and killing yourself to do this. We'll get it out when it's done without killing our staff. This is my hope. I have no evidence this is actually what's happening. But I, I will choose at this point until I hear otherwise from somebody who is experiencing this, that this is what is happening. So that said, um, this gives Blizzard more time to do the work that needs to be done to make sure this expansion is as good as it can be before we get it. Um, I am going to save predictions of the new release date for the end of this new segment. Um, but I'm just going to say that I, I'm hopeful that this will lead to an even better product that we can be proud of as consumers and as fans of this game. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Toasty? Um, I just want to say... When the announced when the uh, release date was first announced, I believe I said on this show even that it felt very soon. And yeah, like turns out that might be right. That turned out that was right. It did feel really soon. And you know, there's 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 obviously some work that they felt they needed to do on Shadowlands, and we've seen evidence. We've seen further evidence of that with some of the other news that's come out of. Blizzard regarding Shadowlands since this announcement, and you know, I think you summed it up great there, Medros. I, 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 I don't want that. I don't want the employees and the staff there to go under the crunch thing because crunch is 
not good. It's it's something that's plagued the games industry for a long time now, and uh, more more firms are getting called out for it. And anything to stop that practice is good in my books. Also, just adhering to some of the things that they have on their fancy little on their fancy orc statue in in Irvine. One of them is commit to quality, and they felt as though. Shadowlands wasn't up to par. They weren't going to be able to get it up to the quality they wanted to be by the 27th. So they've committed to quality and are choosing to delay the release. It's it's ready when it's ready. Something that Blizzard had prided itself on, had has prided itself on for a long time. And pushing the release of Shadowlands out is just another indication that they are going to be doing that. Uh, what about you, Ellie? What what are you what are your thoughts on this? I completely support them. It's my first thought is everything, you know, talked about with the crunch and whatnot. That work-life balance is incredibly important. And not only are these wonderful people working on this game to entertain us, but much like us, they're still dealing with 2020 <laughs> and the pandemic. And that that's 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 a lot. And so when you add a crunch and that kind of pressure on top of it it's it's too much i also support it because i want them to knock it out of the park with shadowlands and to know that they care enough about it to take the extra time to put their blizzard polish on it makes me happy and looking forward to it even more than i already was so i think this is just a great decision. There's still plenty of things in game that I want to do <laughs> and other games too. So I'm totally fine with this. I want them to take the time they need. I'm glad we're getting the pre-patch so we can start playing on with customizations and different aspects of Shadowlands without the game itself. But I'm I'm fine with this and totally support it. I just want to put it out there too. I empathize with all the people that are upset about this because you know you booked off time for this, and now that's kind of that's kind of up in up in the air whether or not you'll be able to rebook it. I booked off time too. Yeah, me too. And it sucks, but at the same time, you know, it's either be upset that it's getting delayed and that vacation time is going to waste, or you're gonna be, or you might be, uh, potentially be upset later because the game released in a state that's not great exactly and i i do i do understand that frustration i'm in my line of work it is very hard to take time off especially right now with schedules being as tight as they are due to covid and whatnot and i'm not going to be easily able to switch my time off i'm still gonna keep that time off and enjoy my extra two days and have a nice recharging weekend <laughs> And maybe try again to take at least one day off when it does actually come out. But I, I do understand, like, people took four weeks off. You know, so that's definitely an understandable frustration. But I completely agree with you, Toasty. I would rather them take that time and put out a good game than to have, say, maybe a repeat of BFA where it wasn't quite ready <laughs> in a good state when it first came out. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm fine with this. In the end, 
I think those people either weren't playing or don't remember some of the expansions that have been released to meet a schedule instead of to meet a quality requirement. Trust me, as somebody who's played through many of those, hey, we have to get it out by this date instead of it has to be this good to be released. Trust me when I say it's better this way. Man, it's so much better this way. It is better to have a good game instead of you complaining on the 27th and 28th and 29th and the 30th and the 31st about how crappy the game is and how you are upset and angry that you wasted your time off playing a game that was broken. Because that's what happened. I trust that if Blizzard had released this when they were going to release this, you'd be playing a bad game that you'd be upset about. So... At this point, they can be upset that you... They'll have you being upset that they released a bad game, or they'll have you upset because they delayed the game when you have scheduled time off. Again, like Toasty said, I understand your frustration. It's not on Blizzard to make up for your time off. Like, that that's between you and your employer. I understand your frustration that you took time off and now you can't use that time. My advice, meditation. Meditation. Take, take your time. Meditate. Perfect. Done. Maybe you'll get some calmness in you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've got vacation time booked for, I think, on the from the 27th to the 30th. I might remove two of those vacation days and take an extended week and just step away from my computer for four or five days because I think I'm in desperate need of it. It's funny that I'm considering doing that when my original plan for that time off was to just be streaming every day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I I cannot, I cannot be the only person who read this headline or read read this post and immediately had Taliesin's voice in my head saying, oh, it's a show. Yeah. I mean, and, and and to the credits of, I don't know, the internet, c- certain pockets of the internet, anyway, the negative reaction that I was kind of going into this expecting wasn't nearly as much as people saying, yeah, you know, good on them for making this decision, take the time, make it right, and all that other stuff. Now, I'm going to say this again, as I've said previously, that, 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 that could very well be a consequence of the Twitter universe that I'm a part of where you know it's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of wild podcasters in my Twitter universe let's be real here <laughs> um, but but even on places like like uh, wow subreddit YouTube comments and stuff like that I, I haven't noticed as much negativity as I was expecting it. Yeah, I agree. Manny, that's not a humble brag about how connected I am. <laughs> I just follow a lot of WoW podcasters. I, I will say, I did, like, when this came out, I saw a lot of support. WoW had, like, pretty much every uh, media organization that covers World of Warcraft was saying that we as an organization and we as players of this game support this decision. 
there were many podcasters that were saying, I support this decision. From U2 to Frasley to... I can't even name them all. Like There, there was just so many of them who were like, we support this decision. Which made it even harder to see some of the people who were saying, oh, tirade, uh, filled with profanity about how t- terrible Blizzard is and how uh, this is all on as on Activision. Blizzard would never have done this. And I, I wanted to say, dude, this is this is Blizzard. This, this is Blizzard doing this. If this is Activision, it'd be out. If we meet that deadline, hell or high water. If it was it was the the money people at Activision doing this, you would have your game on time, no matter how good it was. You, you cannot tell me that decisions made just for money and decisions made for quality are both terrible things done by the parent company. You can't do that. It makes no sense. That shows you are only trying to blame Activision for everything that's bad with Blizzard. Because this is a good decision made by developers to give us as players... A good game. I support this decision. I support the developers wanting to get this right and do the right thing. And um, I will lay down my reputation to say just give them the time and the space to do this right so we can have a good game that we can all love. Because I'm tired of people saying everything is always Activision's fault. Everything you don't like is Activision's fault. Blizzard's never been the same since Activision took over. Because you know what? I guarantee you there's stuff you don't like about Blizzard that was there long before Activision bought them. They did crunch before Blizzard before Activision bought them. Their pay structure was, was there before Activision bought them. A lot of the stuff you don't like about Blizzard... Was there long before Activision bought them? You just glossed over it because you liked a lot of the other stuff they did. So, in the end, give them the time. Give them what they need to do this right. And we'll be rewarded as gamers. If we push them to do stuff that they don't want to do before they're ready to do it, we're going to hate this game. And I don't want to hate a game I've been waiting for for so long. I'm loving the beta. It's a really good game. They still need some work. Let's give them the time to do their work. And that's my rant. Sorry, I've been holding on to that for a few days now, seeing a lot of idiots on Twitter. And Manny, I, I'm I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Anyways, next. <laughs> Manny, I will have words for you at Tuesday of next week. I'm saying. For those of you not in the chat, you were missing the fact that Manny just said Medros wants Torgas to be perfect. <laughs> Manny can go bleep a bleep. <laughs> Alright, well, with 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 this delayed Shadowlands, there are people who are upset about it and you don't want a refund because that I mean that's their prerogative. They if they want if they if they fail, it's like delivered, then whatever. If they want a refund, they can get it. 
Um, so refunds, I think, shortly after the announcement was made, an email was put out that uh, Blizzard is offering refunds for Shadowlands. And, you know, that's good. If you, if you, can, get, you can get your money back if you, if you feel like you want to you want to do that nothing nothing wrong with that hey ali yes i have a question for you i may or may not have an answer for you so say you bought a chocolate bar you want you want to try it said you want to return it right well that's silly it's chocolate i wouldn't return chocolate say it was a flavor you just really didn't like like orange chocolate sure okay (laughs) <laughs> so before you like you go to the cash register you say I'd like to return this you put the, you put put the packaging on the on the on the thing and they process it through but before they take it away you just take all the chocolate out of it and give them the wrapper do you think you'd get a re- refund of your money no so then how logical is it for people who are asking for a refund to be upset that they are losing the access to stuff that their purchase gave them. It doesn't make sense. I mean, they can they can be fresh if they if if they want to be, and and I get that. But those are aspects of things you got when you pre-ordered. So if you take away your order, uh huh. So now you understand my thinking this week when I saw people following up there, oh, hey, guys, I got a refund for my uh, pre-order for Shadowlands. Go do this to get yours. With tweets saying, what the F? I lost access to Death Knights on a race that didn't have access to them before and all this other stuff that I would have that I got from my pre-order. Having said that, it probably would have been nice if it was explained up front what happens when you do get a refund but it logically makes sense at least to me that you would lose access to some of those things but yes i mean it probably could have been explained that's common sense that everyone has this common sense listen i am the first to say sometimes common sense is not so common however i don't get how you wouldn't expect to lose access to your pre-order stuff when you cancel the stuff you pre-ordered I don't expect to still have access to my my mount that I got and my cool Hearthstone effect when I don't have the thing that gave me that anymore. Like, that just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. That's another thing that's bugging me all week. Like, and like Ellie said, I understand the frustration. I'm not sure if any of that was communicated when they refunded. If it wasn't, it probably should have. Like, BT Dubs, um, if you've created... Any any perks of this thing you're refunding, we're gonna take it away, and if it means making something unplayable, like we're gonna do that. So, if you really like your Pandaren Death Knight and want to keep it, maybe maybe don't cancel your pre-order, or maybe make peace with the fact that you're not gonna get it until you purchase Shadowlands. It's a fe- it's a feature of the expansion. You 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 canceled your order on the expansion. Like you don't you don't get it. Yeah. I, I just I, I am utterly baffled, utterly baffled that people expect to essentially have their cake and eat it too. It, it does suck for the people who are who are leveling, uh, who are who are preparing a new main with their boosted character. 
that they boosted with the Shadowlands pre-order. Because, uh, surprise, that's locked too. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't, I try, I try not to rant, guys, I really do. And I'm not doing this because people have said that I need more, more passionate about this game, because th- this is me just trying to expect, express my befuddlement on stuff that just makes no logical sense to me that I'm seeing this week. Manny, I could rant, I could rant about people making me rant, but you would not want to hear that episode. That would be the last episode for many people, because they would probably <laughs> self-identify with what I'm ranting about. Uh, so I'm not going to do that. I'm uh, just going to say, like, guys, use your heads. <sighs> Anyways, let's move along. Unless anybody else has anything else to say. And just one other thing to note about the refund experience. Um, if somebody gifted you Shadowlands and they decide to refund it, they can do that, and you don't necessarily have to agree to it. So, Medros, if I were to gift you Shadowlands, I decided, you know what, screw you, I'm not doing that anymore, and I refunded it, you couldn't do anything about it, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it's kind of a low blow. (laughs) I don't know if it's necessarily a good friend type thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I guess don't be a jerk to your friends. Yeah, because... That's the best way I can put it, I guess. Because if you, if you take advantage of that gifted Shadowlands pre-order to make a Death Knight of an allied race or Pandaren or use a boost, uh, that character's locked to you. And you really had no control over it. These are just some of the things that we, we're, we're learning with this uh, delay of an expansion. Yeah. Uh, hopefully nobody ever does that to you. Um, because, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I can't even rant about that. That's just, that's just low. But on the plus side, the impressive influence buff got extended. I'm actually really happy about that, because there's still Legion mounts I need from uh, Paragon Chess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm happy about that too, because it applies to the uh, to the new reps that were introduced in the latest patch. Yeah. And I haven't hit Exalted on any of those yet, and I decided to try to do that this weekend. So, yay me! Yay! Those are the uh, Nylotha stuff, right? About the reps? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Not going to be doing those, so don't worry about (laughs) it. So, yeah, it's uh, all the way through the end. When is it extended now, too? End of October so far? Throughout the whole month. Okay. Okay. I I assume that'll be extended further. Possibly. <laughs> Just as a guess. If it, if it's not released, probably, yeah. Alright, uh, so before we move on to our next topic, uh, new predictions, guys. <laughs> when do you think the expansion's going to release? Oh, man. Allie, you go first. I'm going to say December 1st? Toasty? Uh, I was waffling between November twenty first, November twenty fourth, or December first. So, so my prediction, and I can provide evidence that I've made this prediction before this episode, because I made it uh, yesterday in a friend's uh, Twitch channel. Um, I'm going to predict uh, the twenty third slash twenty fourth of November. So twenty fourth at midnight, uh, UTC or GMT or whatever it is. 
uh, meaning the 23rd Archon. Uh, I think they will try for that and see if they can hit that for the the joy of hitting their uh, their, their original release date of the 23rd of November at different parts of the world. Um, also, it will give us a chance to use some of the anniversary stuff for uh, the expansion. Ooh. Didn't think of that. One of the reasons I hesitate about that, and this may or may not influence it, is, is Thanksgiving. They may want to let their people enjoy Thanksgiving before dropping it. I... I... Did not take that. When is American Thanksgiving? November twenty sixth. <laughs> oh, um, December first. Then that's why I was saying December first myself. I completely forgot about American Thanksgiving. But they released the game on the twenty third November, and that would have been the same Thanksgiving coming up. Oh man, that would have that was that was been a terrible Thanksgiving for their their staff. Oh, because they were swamped that year. Yeah. Like, badly, badly swapped. I'm going to stick with the 23rd. Slash 24th. Instead of wait. the 30th slash 1st. Okay, wait, hold on. I just thought of something, actually. So, so the raid was scheduled to release on November 10th. Two weeks after release. Right? Yeah. So if it releases on the 1st, two weeks after that is the 22nd. Or the or, 15th. Or the 15th, rather. 15th. It's the 15th. Are they going to have a world first race that close to Christmas? There are some people that have been suggesting pushing it back until after the holidays. Yeah, I think you'll see your expansion release or your uh, raid release on the 4th of January. No matter yeah. when it releases at this point. That's what I'm hoping for, um, honestly. Yeah, me too. Because their release schedule, like, their raid release schedule is, is what, three wings for the raid? Uh, four. I don't know how many wings. I, I, don't, I haven't paid attention to the LFR wings at all. I haven't run that um, far in a while. But, like, I, I truly feel like they, they don't want to be having that any of that stuff opening around Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, so I think they'll release, wait to hold, and hold off on the release of the raid until after the holidays. Um, unless, and, and I doubt this is going to happen, unless they, they're only delaying the expansion by two or three weeks. At that point, I think they would have just said we're releasing it three weeks later. Agreed, yeah. Like, not giving us a date for the expansion release... I feel like that pushes it to the point where raids not happening in this year. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised when I I didn't realize that the raid was releasing two weeks afterwards. I thought it was going to be the usual month. So that's why I was trying to keep the two week thing in mind. But if they go back to a month after release, like they did previously, then yeah. See, I I don't think they're considering it as X time after release. I think they're considering it of, okay, we have to, no matter when the expansion releases, if it's this close to the holidays, the timing that we have to have for the release of LFR and stuff, we need to make sure that either we have it out early enough that that's not going to interfere with, with Christmas, or we wait until after the holidays to release it. So, based on all this discussion, my updated date is December 8th. All I know is, personally, I'm fine with them pushing the raid to the 4th, because there's so much to do and so many fun things to see plus taking alts through I welcome that extra time to enjoy without having to feel like I have to rush through agreed okay so uh, 
I don't see an actual like. Let's see. This actually, no, this post is dead. Uh, I'm seeing a post, and I'm not sure how valid the information is. But it had uh, November 10th as the release of Normal and Heroic, Mythic on the 17th of November, uh, with Raidfinder Wing 1. December 1st is Raidfinder Wing 2. December 15th is Raidfinder Wing 3. And January 5th as Raid Wing 4. So, if they did push it, she said till December 1st, Toasty? I updated, to, I updated to December 8th. December 8th, okay. So they did that two weeks later, it would be the 22nd. So if they did do two weeks out, then that would put it right before Christmas for right. normal and heroic difficulties, which means your Raiders would have to be doing stuff over Christmas. Yeah. So I, so my update to December 8th is the caveat that they go to a month after. Okay. Or they, like they release that on the 29th, three weeks later instead of two weeks later. Basically, the caveat to my December 8th guess is they wait till release the raid until after the holidays. I'm sticking with November 23rd is my guess. Uh, with, you know, people forced to take time off, Black Friday being the lowest income Black Friday for gamers in the world, or from the game from the gaming community in the world, because everybody's playing Shadowlands. Um... <laughs> When does Cyberpunk come out? I'm pretty sure that comes out in November. <laughs> yes. Let's see. When does Cyberpunk come out? Pretty sure it's November 19th, if I remember yes, correct. November 19th. So that's before Shadowlands. And, that's, you... and the only people who are going to be playing that are people who are fans of Keanu Reeves. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's only one of the more anticipated games of the year that keeps getting delayed because CD Projekt didn't want to do Crunch. Except now they're definitely doing Crunch. Ugh. Anyway. Crunch is bad, man. Crunch yep. is bad. All right. I think we've talked about this enough. All right. Let's move on to our next topic then, shall we? Yes. Yes, we shall. So, speaking of all of this and Shadowlands and everything, we did get a great blue post. Uh, I, I'm just sorry. I just want to say, I totally envisioned you on cams, broad hands saying all of this to a map of Shadowlands. Yes, sure. That. So, Blizzard let us know some things they're working on and tweaking. One of those things includes the Maw. They've listened to feedback that a lot of people don't find it fun. They want it to be, you know, this desolate, horrible place because it's the Maw. You shouldn't want to go there. But they also acknowledge the fact that it's a game. And telling that story can't come at the expense of creating a fun environment. So they're going to be kind of tweaking what they do a bit. They're going to be looking at some different visual distincts, dis visual distinctions they could do. Looking at different ways to guide players a little more on their journey through the maw. But while also still giving them plenty of freedom for their gameplay, what they do every week in the Maw. And basically just kind of looking at their goals again for the Maw. So no official word yet on what they're doing, but 
they're looking at things. They're going to make some changes. They're going to make some changes. They've heard our feedback. Conduits. They've also heard the feedback. And they also are making changes. So in an upcoming build, the new change is going to be rolled out. Where instead of we... Instead of having a weekly reset and, you know, weekly cooldowns for changes, it's going to be a little more flexible. So the the forge where you change your conduits, it's called the Forge of Bonds. It's going to get 10 charges of conduit energy. So when you, say, put a conduit in a socket, that consumes one charge. Those charges recharge one per day with a cap of 10. But if you get a new conduit to your collection, that also adds a day. So say you've already made your changes for, you know, you've already consumed 10 charges. You get a new conduit, you get another charge. So if you want to put your new conduit in, you're going to be able to do that, which is awesome. They're trying to find that happy middle ground between not having people change their conduits willy-nilly. They want it to be thoughtful decisions with how you're customizing your soul binds and your playstyle and that kind of thing. But also giving the freedom for players like me, for example who might need to change between going holy and going shadow throughout the week based on what my friends need me to do. So I think this is going to be really good. I think it's going to feel a lot better for those who have multiple specs, as well as those who play in different areas, you know, PVP versus myth plus versus raid versus just wanting to play around. If you decide you want to change up your entire soulbind tree, you're going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do it, you know, five times in within 10 days, but you're going to be able to do that. So this seems like a nice balance between all the different bits of feedback they've gotten for this. What do you guys think? You know, it, so- it sounds great. And like the conduit thing was never really going to affect me because... I play Fury Warrior. That's it. I play Fury Warrior specifically, mostly Raidens. I don't optimize for any other gameplay most of the time. But for people like you, Ali, and other people I know who swap roles, swap game play types, etc., etc., this is fantastic. Uh, like you said, it, it offers it, it, it. It's an attempt to get that uh, balance of meaningful decisions while also maintaining some form of flexibility. Yeah. And, you know, that's good. Like, people, there, there are people out there who like to experiment with different options that are available to them in-game. And this will give them the opportunity to do that. I mean, they got to think a bit harder about what those choices are going to be, because you can only do it so many times. Um, but that fle- that that flexibility and experiment and that potential for experimentation is still there. And that's 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 that can only be a good thing. Whatever they did, well, not whatever they did. Most of what they could have done after this weekly cooldown thing would have been good. Yeah, 
and I think this is a good way of this is a good way of getting close to what people will want out of a system like this. I mean, yeah, having conduits be spec specific would probably be a lot better, but hey, that's not the, the direction they wanted to go, and they're giving you an opportunity. They're giving us another way to get close to that without just flat out giving in. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any thoughts on it, Medros? I'll be honest, I haven't really taken a look at this conduits and soulbind stuff. Uh, I really should now that I am aware of how to make a, t- a, a high level tune. Uh, make some some characters to eat, go, you know, one each to each of the different uh, uh, different covenants, so I can actually like experience the, those processes and and get a feel for those. But I honestly, I really haven't, uh, simply because uh, I just I never got up high enough. While I realized that I could, is I guess the best way to put it. So, um, but. Uh, I definitely feel like improvements to the maw are are good and will be beneficial. I've I've definitely felt like they didn't knowing that I had to go I'd have to go back there at max level. Uh, the idea of that de- did not feel very comforting to me in having gone back there repeatedly through the starting stuff and then a couple times as, in the leveling stuff. I, I just I never really felt like that was something I was actually going to want to do um, at max level. Like, it would be something pretty much that I'd want to avoid because it just doesn't feel like a really good place to go and, and it doesn't really feel like it has engaging content. And I, I mean, I'm very vocal about the fact that I don't like places where I can't fly, never mind I can't ride. Like, going on foot through the entirety of the Maw and having to fight literally everything does not make it be a place I want to go. To be honest. That's fair. But, I mean, it's, it is what it is, and I'm I'm glad that they have taken some of the feedback, and I hope they can make it a little more engaging of a place, even if it's a place that in the lore is somewhere you don't want to be. So. Right. So we'll have to see how that goes. And last but not least, we do have... An update kind of about class and covenant balance in that they've let us know that they are still looking at it. They are starting to do their tuning pass with everything. But they're also specifically looking at the reported covenant class abilities that are either, you know, quote unquote bad or quote unquote good. You know, the ones that are, you know, too bad or too good. And try to kind of even it out a little bit, bring it bring it in a little bit. So the next couple weeks, we're going to be seeing a lot of changes, um, as well as you know maybe some tweaking of the soul binds that could complement them. And they're still you know working on the balance in general, but they're they're getting there. They're looking for a mix of offsetting strengths and weaknesses instead of making abilities the same. They want to still be able to have it have, you know, flavor and feel at least different. So, you know, that's a, that's quite the undertaking, but they're working on it. Also, they are still looking at end game rewards. They're still fixing bugs. They're still asking you to report bugs if you're playing in the beta. 
and they're still working on some of their finishing touches and whatnot. So yeah, that's basically it. It's nice to get this blue post to really see what they're working on, at least for now, during this delay. And I feel like some of these things really touch on some of the main concerns that the community had. So this is this is good. I feel good about this. I, I just hope that they can get all of the pre-Shadowlands class fixes they need done before the pre-patch ends. Because I don't want there to be more fixes they need to do after, like between that and the Shadowlands release. Well, there might be. I mean, one of the benefits that they're going to get, I would imagine, from releasing pre-patch with abilities and whatnot is getting more data overall to really see if they need to tweak things. So I could be wrong. It's just a thought. But um, so yeah, some of the other things we have going on is some more diversity that we're getting in Shadowlands. Right, Mr. Toasty? Right. And that's and it's, this isn't to say that there hasn't been efforts of uh, increasing the diversity in World of Warcraft. I mean, we've We've seen that in like there's a in a previous expansion there was uh, there was the inclusion of I can't remember which expansion it was it was an, there was an inclusion of a lesbian couple in the game and people people really grasped onto that they were really happy to see that kind of representation in the game and you know with the announcement of Shadowlands and all the things that were coming with Shadowlands we 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 got we began to see instances of even more opportunities for somebody to insert themselves into the game as uh, in in a way that looks more like them with the different racial customizations for the more human-ish kind of characters like humans, dwarves, gnomes, blood elves. You know the the the, the typical the, the the player characters with human skin tones, basically. Um. And, and that's been a fantastic thing to see. But um, even more recently, we, we've seen instances of different, of other LGBTQ plus identities being added to the game. And that's been something that people have been really happy about. And, you know, some of these relationships, we're not, I'm not going to talk to you guys about directly because, you know, it's, it's spoilers, but we're seeing even more more instances of it in Shadowlands and other Warcraft media outside the game. And, you know, the one that we have talked about in the past, that in a, in a past show that, you know, isn't too spoilery, was the uh, inclusion of a trans character in Pelagos with the with the Kyrian. And, you know, seeing all this stuff, like, for me, has been really great. I... I, I I like seeing all this level of diversity in in the game. I mean, you know, like as a person of color, that it's you know the the quote norm uh, for stuff like that for stuff like this is you know it's a white dude. Not to say that that's that, that that's the only way you see heroes represented in media. That's absolutely not true, but that is that is the case a lot of the time. So being able to you know represent myself better if I choose to play a human in WoW is great. And seeing other representations of other identities um, 
uh, like those of the LGBTQ plus community within the game, that's gonna feel great. For, that's gonna feel as great for them as it does as it does for me to see uh, person uh, people of color in in the game. So Blizzard did an interview with Tech Radar about some of the efforts and at increased diversity in WoW, and it, it's nice to see that like this is this was a conscious effort. Like they, they wanted to go out of their way to make people of all sorts of identities feel included, you know, whether it be, you know, people of color, people of, you know, uh, who uh, identify as LGBTQ+. I mean, that, like, that's a fantastic thing to see. I mean, diversity anywhere is never a bad thing. And I'm always going to applaud uh, when media companies and and uh, and video games and etc make an effort to include this kind of stuff like because you got to remember that this media is consumed by all sorts of people you know people of color and, and people who identify as lgbtq plus i mean that's they're they're consuming this content too and they're looking and you know they're looking at these heroes and like they want to be able to see themselves in these heroes and doing something like this helps achieve that. And like, how is that a bad thing? How, how is it a bad thing to see characteristics of yourself in, in somebody that's doing good in media, like, like in whatever media you consume. So I'm very happy about this. I'm sure there are many people within our community who are happy about this, especially members of the LGBTQ plus community. Like, and be and and having characters of that ident of the, of that identity portrayed in like not a stereotypical way, like not living up to the stereotypes. That's great. We got we got to work on breaking down those barriers and not and and like also just not have these characters like have that having that be part of their having that be the main focus of their character because that's that that feels force um, and in the instances where we've where we've seen this kind of inclusion and kind of diversity it's 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 not the main focus of the character it just happens to be like a characteristic of 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 that character and that's a good thing anyway i guess my take on this is like diversity is great it should always be a thing in, just in our lives in general. Um, and having them included is great. Uh, what what did you guys think of this whole discussion about diversity uh, in, well, whether it be racial or LGBTQ plus related? I think it's fantastic. I think it's admittedly overdue, but I'm absolutely thrilled that they're doing it. And I'm I'm happy for people to get a chance to feel represented. I mean, how many times do we talk about how we put a little bit of ourselves into our characters? Well, now more people can feel like they they can actually do that, and I think it's great. Yeah, and some of those some of those decisions that they make for their characters, you know, it's no it's not longer going to be a headcanon thing, right? I mean, let's face it. With uh, especially the like the more human-ish customization, like the uh, outside of you know 
white to darker white. There wasn't a whole lot. And, you know, that, that you had to make that headcanon for yourself. And now you can just do it. And same for, you know, I mean, obviously the LGBTQ plus thing doesn't apply as much with the, the customization thing. But you can see that in the story. And yeah. that's good. Which is, yeah, that's huge. It's, it's so good. Uh, I think it's it's definitely good to show representation of a variety of people in society. Um, both skin t- skin colors, orientations, and and every 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 kind of person within you know certain limits. I mean, every socially acceptable, non illegal <laughs> um, lifestyle should have some representation in, in something like this. So, uh, I think it definitely is a good thing to have representation. Uh, no matter who you are, um, and and what your representation looks like, uh, I, I definitely appreciate this, and I I know a lot of people who were very touched by this. So it's good to have that. All right. Well, if you uh, want to read that interview in more depth, uh, like I said, it's over on Tech Radar. You can go ahead and give that a read. Uh, in the meantime. We're going to move on to some stuff that happened in the beta outside of the, you know, the major stuff that we already talked about. Uh, this stuff pertains specifically to when you reach level 50 in Shadowlands. Uh, <clears throat> now, as we know, in Shadowlands, uh, the leveling system is seeing a huge revamp. And what's helping to facilitate that is something called Chromie Time, where you can just experience the content of a specific expansion for the entirety of your leveling experience. If you want to go to, if you want to go to Draenor, you can do that for all 50 level for, you know, up until you level 50. If you want to go to Pandaria, you can do that to level 50, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, something else, something that came out about Chromie time this week in the beta is, uh, Chromie time just sort of gets disabled at 50, which like makes sense because you know, you hit level 50. What, what doesn't feel so good is that when you're when you hit level fifty, you kind of just get teleported out. You get a, you get you get a you get a message saying that your time walking journey ends and etc etc etc, and you're ported to your faction's capital city. Which like, and that that's great to have as an option. If you like, you know, you finish level fifty, you get to level fifty. Like, okay, all the content's done. Let's go to Shadowlands. Uh, but also, you don't get to finish the story, which was kind of the point of this whole thing, right? Am I wrong in that? No, oh, you're absolutely right. This is this is something I intend to leave feedback about because one of the things I'm very eager to do is to explore. All of, for example, Mists of Pandaria, because I started the expansion halfway through and rushed the content. So I have not really experienced it in full and really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to having that chance in this way. I'm also having a, looking forward to having a chance to relive Wrath again because, you know, Wrath. And to think that I could be getting towards the end of it, excited eager to see see it all the way through the end. I'm a completionist. And then to be automatically kicked out when I hit level 50, that's not going to feel good. 
that's going to be frustrating. And I have a feeling this is something they're going to change. Yeah, I mean, either... Either, you know, make it so that it actually... So one, one solution is obviously not a lot harder than the other. Where, you know, you make it so that this experience just scales appropriately until you hit level 50. I mean, that's going to be a lot harder to implement. The way I have it envisioned in my head is, okay, you hit level 50. You have two, you're presented with an option. Turn off experience until you finish this story. Until until you finish all, yeah, all the story here, or, yeah. or 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 you, you can teleport to your faction city. They they already have the they you already have the capability of freezing your experience in game. So just you know, present a choice. For for me, what I would want to do is basically when you hit fifty. The like you can pay to just to, to freeze your character, right? That's still a thing, right? I know they did that a while back. I don't know. Really I, I don't think up. you have to pay. You just it just you can, yeah. You talk you talk to somebody and you can freeze your experience. Yeah. So at that point, any XP you get from quests turns to gold, like they like it was at sixty and near the end of vanilla and, and at the end of every expansion, every your XP turns to to gold. Uh, I would say that at fifty, that's what happens. Like you're you're frozen. Until you go to your capital, and then, and you're good. Like that. That would be what I would do. That would be what I'd want to do. And I think that would be the best option for uh, ensuring that you can complete the expansion you're on if you wish to, or you can immediately go to your go to your capital. I think putting that into place would be a much better thing than just, oh hey, you're fifty. Goodbye. See you later. That that is not a fulfilling way to end an experience. So what we're that may just be me though. So so what we're asking for, Blizz, just give us the option. Get to level fifty. Give us a pop up. Ask if we want to freeze the experience and continue freeze our experience and continue with this story, or portal us to Orgrimmar and Stormwind and move on to Shadowlands. In fact, let's 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 all log into beta and leave that feedback. No, I'm kidding. We'll do it after the show. <laughs> um, another thing uh, that's getting updated for the leveling up experience: time walking. Right now, as long as you're at least the appropriate level for the time for the level of time walking that you're attempting, like BC, you got to be at least level fifty-eight or sixty, right? And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, time walking going forward in Shadowlands requires level fifty, which. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. I, I kind of get it, but I kind of, like, don't, you know? I'm not sure how to feel about this one. This feels a little weird. I'm not happy about this. At the same time, because of how that 1 to 50 experience is going to go I don't know how else they could handle it but I don't like this option yeah because people like to do time walking sometimes to 
couple level. It's a nice way to get, you know, some XP, get a little bit of gear waiting for you when you do level. And say, for example, you've already on time walking on your main, but you have some friends that want to go. You go grab an alt and go. And this kind of negates all that. So personally, I'm not a fan. I, I don't know how else they would handle it. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking. I, I get it, but I don't like it, basically. <laughs> Another change they've made, uh, and they haven't really given a reason for this one. Um, the pre-made group option in the group finder is not available for anybody unless you're at least level 50. Uh, which, like, I I don't get. Because, you know, there, there are, there's low-level stuff that sometimes you want to group up for, right? I mean, yeah, you can click the little group up icon or whatever, and that'll put you into a group, potentially. But not all of those... At least not that I can recall. Not, not all of them have that option available to them. But maybe they will in Shadowlands. Um, this also prevents stuff for like, like the pre-made group finder isn't just made for doing contents. People use it to like, some people might use it for RP or going, going after like some low level achievements like Herald of the Titans. There's no, there's no reason why this is, this change has been made, stated by Blizzard or anything like that. Speculation is that it's just it's being done to prevent boosting services which you know sucks because we're getting punished because a bunch of people are being jerks and so and doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing i don't, I don't really have much more to say on that what about you guys i also am not a big fan of this <laughs> and i'm hoping they change it <laughs> i'm sure they have their reasons but as of now i think this is more harmful than it is helpful yeah uh sorry go ahead does it feel like they are i don't know, I don't know the best way to put this but it, it feels like they're just trying to push us to get to max level or to level 50 and like that's kind of a a, a hard gate that they're putting in and i don't know that i like it like i i, I don't know it, it just feels very odd to me that like that's there's we're looking at three stories that are literally hard gating between level fifty and level and before level fifty, uh, and and I I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, one thing to remember too is that like one of the intents behind Shadowlands was speeding up the process to get people to that max level content, and and they did that with the level they facilitated that with this level squish, right? And they fixed up a bunch of leveling things to make leveling a bit faster. And, you know, make a bit more sense. And they've done that. Um, some of the changes to the system as a result of all that, you know, not great. I'm not a fan. Like, we're, we're clearly not fans of some of these changes. But I, it's also, like, at least two of these are probably a consequence of making those, uh, of making this change to leveling. Yeah, I don't know. The uh, the, the time walking sp thing specifically, okay, not the time walking thing specifically. The, the first two things specifically, the chromie time and the time walking thing, those feel 
really weird to me. Luckily, there's a there's like a solution there for time walking, or not for time walk for for, for chromie time, less obvious fix for time walk for, for time walking that I can't think of. As for this thing that's supposedly just done to 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 you know prevent boosting, pretend prevent the, those boosting services from being sold. Maybe. They, that's the thing they've been struggling with for years, with people with yeah. people doing that. And if, if there was a way for them to fix it without doing that, I'm sure they would have done it. One other change that was made to the beta that I didn't put in here because I I just noticed it on Twitter: uh, the the free transmog option for the Venthyr Covenants for that one specific conduit is gone, and I'm very upset about that. Like I, 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 that was the reason I was gonna pick that dude, Blizz. Please give him the free transmog back. <laughs> I've gone through the pain of going broke because I went through transmogs so often in the beta, and uh, I don't want that to happen to me in live. So give it back, please. Don't, don't, don't do this to him, Blizzard. Please, just, just give it back. We don't want a broke toasty. Trust me, if you haven't seen his jersey collection, you don't want to see a, a broke toasty. Just don't. When's there, how, how long has it been since your last jersey purchase? Well, I bought one last month. I told you guys about that. Okay. I, I just know there's. I, I've seen several new ones announced recently on Twitter, and I wasn't sure if you'd purchased any new ones. Oh, trust me. It's been hard. Like I, I saw Vegas and, and Calgary did one just the other day. Yeah. No, it's been it's it's been hard to do that. It's been hard to not buy them. I can't. I, I I'm I I'm that. saving my money for I'm saving my money for other things right now. And like, but dude, you have nothing to do right now. Like you're staying home. You got nothing to do. I'm saving for the potential of things to do next year. <laughs> uh, uh, well, okay. I think you're being very optimistic, which is very unlike you. But all right. I mean, I can't argue with that. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm generally not an optimistic person. Let's be real here. Well, let's uh, let's move along from our news and talk a little bit about our next sponsor, or our, our only sponsor now. Um, and what bothers me about well, another thing that bothers me about this whole Shadowlands release, I had everything timed out that I'd get through. Yes, I get through all the Warcraft books, <laughs> and and yeah. and mm, oh well, it was a nice dream. Yeah. So, today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to take a look at World of Warcraft Vol'jin, Shadows of the Horde. Let's have a listen. Though that was his primary line of reasoning, the whispers and tutting from the two Chang sisters gave him further cause to hold back. The two of them were old enough to remember when Lu Lang had first departed Pandaria, or so they said. Though their fur ran much more to white than black, save where they darkened it around their eyes, Chen assumed they weren't quite that old. They'd spent all their lives in Pandaria, and very little of them in the company of those who had lived on the Wandering Isle. They'd developed opinions of those who chased the turtle, 
and Chen had taken a delight in confounding them by acting against type. Lili, in their eyes, was purely one of the turtle's wild dogs. Impulsive and practical, quick to action, and a bit prone to overestimation of her own abilities, Lili was a fine example of a Pandaren accepting the philosophy of Huao Jin. It was people of such an adventurous spirit who had departed on the turtle or adventured in outland. Such conduct in the minds of the Chang sisters simply was not to be condoned or given any credit. So once again, that was World of Warcraft, Vulgen, Shadows of the Horde, written by Michael Stackpole and narrated by Scott Brick. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. I would like to thank Audible for their support of the show. All right, so question of the week from last week was, how has the release of the Afterlife Cinematics affected your choice of Covenant in Shadowlands, if at all? Uh, WikiBH says, Draka being awesome pushed me towards Maldraxxus. Dragons After Dark says, not really. They were awesome, but I already knew which Covenant I wanted my main to be. Maybe the better word would be, reinforce my choice? The Slick Rock says, yes, but the Transmog impacts it more. And they included a link to ZZ Top's Sharp Dressed Man video on their response, which I very much appreciated. <laughs> Low Fat Coca says, Yes, actually, I was a fan of Uther. He had kind mind and also strong will, but he had but he looked void in afterlives. Maybe it's because of Frostmourne, but I am changing my plan to Necrolords. Well, Nightcap says, Not much at all. Maldraxxus, aka Bone Brigade, is where it's at. <laughs> Whopper says Whopper Row. We'll go with Whopper Whopper Row. Says not so much. I'm loyal to Venthyr. Just enjoyed the cinematics. Gray Seer says they have affected me none at all. They were great, with each having its own strengths and weaknesses. But my covenant choices are based upon cross section between covenant story and character story in Princess RP. Some character personalities just fit better in one over the other. It does, I agree. Blue Fox 187 says, I originally wanted to go vent there. After each afterlife short really made me question that because each area is so interesting. Ultimately, Revendreth came out, and while I was looking at the other covenants, the gargoyle showed up and escorted me back home to vent there. Gretton Lucas says, Well, it didn't. But Afterlives made me love Maldraxxus more. I was planning to choose Necklords anyways since Covenant class abilities was OP. But Afterlives of Maldraxxus showed me that there is still justice in there and possibility of Primus returning. It made my decision strong. Alright, Hank and Moore says, I, Yeah, I didn't know they would just sacrifice Ursoc that easily. Moving to Kyrian. Dragonred says, not really, I've only settled on two for remain and an alt. Seraphis, which, thank you Seraphis for returning to our comments and replies, says, what's the point of it? Sorry, what's the point? This Shadowlands delay has clearly ripping out Covenants. It's all downhill. It's 2020. They already made a candy corn Hershey bar. I mean, really, WTF. What's next? What else can possibly happen? I swear to God, if there's a baking shortage, I'm just gonna going to riot. Thank you, Serapis. Thank you. Um, I agree on the bacon riot. Just say it. 
Brawl says, I knew my decision was made the moment Covenant Choice was tied to player power. That's also my fault for how I choose to play the game. It's not your fault. It, you, it's your game. You can play it however you want. It's each person to play how they choose. They pay, their, pay the, for the game. They pay for their game time. They can choose that for themselves. It is not a fault to choose that. Well said. That said, Frasley says, I was already going to go Ardenweald after playing the beta, in the beta. It's just so cute. Oh my god. Sorry, I can't do the loud voice. Sorry. <laughs> Next week's question is, how do you feel about the delay of Shadowlands? I think we've thoroughly expressed our opinions on this. We only this. talked for about half an hour about it. It's fine. I, I think we can... I think, okay, we can talk some yeah, more. Yeah, we can talk fine. more. It's fine, yeah. Sure. Uh, so, so how are you guys really feeling about the Shadowlands delay? Uh, see about what? An hour earlier in the show. <laughs> see, see, insert, <laughs> see, insert a number of minutes ago when we started that discussion. I'll be listening to see if you actually do that. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I didn't think so. All right. I uh, think that's about it. So let's do our shoutouts. Allie, you first. My shout-out is to my husband. Last night, we put together my new desk. And while, yes, it was one of those things that I totally could have done myself, it was nice to have extra set of hands to make it go quicker and get it just done. Because it's been sitting in boxes in our family room for a couple weeks now. And it's nice just to have it up. Got some good cable management going. And I am very happy with this. Well, I can't wait. Uh, I think you said you're going to put some pictures like in a week or two of your whole setup. Something like that. I, I'm excited to see the setup. The desk looks amazing. Uh, I personally would want something bigger than that, but that's just me. And and I have lots of stuff that takes up space. So yeah, I don't. I only have but so I much think, space. I think it's a desk for for a desk. And what I like is that this is actually one of those adjustable ones to like stand. And everything's oh, when I'm I'm like, so jealous. When I'm editing for hours on end or doing show notes for hours on end, I'll have options to stand for a while and work on it, which will be really nice. I am so jealous. Oh my god. I wanna I want an adjustable desk that's kind I can stand at. Pretty nice, I'm not gonna lie. My other desk I've had for like ten something years and it's horrible. Manny, it's not that kind of show. I'm not going to talk about what I did with my husband last night outside of things like creating desks. Anyways. So anyway, my shout out. Yes, what is your shout out, Dusty? Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Frasley. Like, they've been going on a journey of self-discovery over the past little bit. And if possible... There's been a noticeable. Their personality has shifted even into an even more positive mindset, I guess, than I would ever thought imaginable. And I'm just really enjoying and happy for them to be exploring everything and discovering all these new things about themselves. So, shout out to yeah. you, Fraz. Absolutely. I I will say when I started listening to Fraz. The, the person I'm hearing now, I would never have expected. So uh, proud, proud of Fraz for the self-discovery and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, my shout-out, since nobody else said it, I'm shocked. I, I assumed it was going to be taken from me, so I was trying to think of a second one. Uh, my shout-out to the management and, and staff at Blizz for 
for pulling the uh, risky and and no doubt likely to be contentious decision to delay the expansion. Uh, that's not an easy one for any business to make. Uh, it it does not look good on your uh, on your report, your financial reports to to delay something like that. So uh, to me, it took a lot of balls and um, tip my hat to you guys for for being willing to do that. Um, well done. So that's it. Uh, let's do our outro and get out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ATA WOW five or seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Allie's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next time. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more beta news. But not yet a patch. More mount hunting! This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.